Hello and welcome to the Eat, Train, Recover podcast. I'm your host, fitness professional Justin Jefferson. This podcast covers all things fitness, nutrition, and wellness and is dedicated to helping everyday individuals live the fittest and healthiest life possible. Hello and welcome to episode one of the Eat, Train, Recover podcast. I am your host, fitness professional Justin Jefferson, and I can't tell you guys how excited I am to finally be getting this podcast off the ground. So thank you guys so much for tuning in with me today. Uh, Today, we're going to be going over 10 tips for anyone starting a new fitness journey, exercise routine, nutrition program, anything like that. And even even if you're right in the thick of things, you've been at it for a while and looking to get back into it, hopefully you, you can get some value out of this as well. All right, so I won't take up too much of your time with the intro here. But I kind of wanted to put this together because this kind of applies to starting anything new in a sense. Like if you've ever started anything new or anything for the first time and if it's unfamiliar, it can be a little bit uncomfortable. And starting a new exercise routine is no different. Um, Just working in this industry for over the past seven years and working with the just tons of tons of clients I've been blessed to to work with and train and, 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 and coach, you know, you, you pick things up along the way and you kind of get a list of things that you relate to them, especially in the very beginning. And, uh, you know, the truth is it's, it's important to, to keep sight of, of everything and just pay close attention to things. And, and number one on our list here is going to be discovering the why and it's super important to figure out exactly why you decided to pursue this this new lifestyle, right? Um, what made you do it? And let that be a constant reminder to you throughout the process, you know, because and this is going to be super important on the days that you don't feel like exercising or, or, or you, you don't you don't feel like meal prepping or or you just don't feel like doing any of it. Right. Remembering your why, because at the end of the day, in the beginning, we have all this motivation, whether it's because we're starting a new routine, whether it's because we're working out, you know, with a friend, whether we got the, we got a trainer, we're taking a new class, we downloaded, downloaded a new fitness app, whatever it may be. You got all this motivation and a big one could be January 1st, right? You got all this new motivation and it's the first couple of weeks you're on fire and then it starts to fade and fizzle out a little bit because you're a human and that's normal. And then you just kind of don't feel like doing it, all, doing it all the time. And that's where it can kind of matter most to stay consistent and stay on track. And you're going to want to remember why you started, right? What was it about? You didn't start for the motivation. You started for a reason. You had a goal, whether it was overall general health and you, you wanted to, whether you wanted to lose a few pounds, gain some muscle, get stronger, uh, whatever it may have been, you have to remember why you started it. Because that can actually carry you through on that day that you know that you're supposed to go get at least a 30 to 40 minute workout in that day. You're supposed to go move. You're supposed to get 10,000 steps, 12,000 steps, whatever goal you had set. But you just don't feel like doing it. You have to, you know, ask, is this going to get me closer or further away to my goal? Because then that's where that why ties in, right? So remember your why, guys. Remember why you started, why you're doing it, no matter what it is. If you want it to be healthier, you know, prolong your life, be around for your children, be able to bend down and play with your kids, your grandkids. Just understand like that why can be the driving and deciding factor of, of 
why if if you continue and stay consistent and stay on track because I mean I'm gonna be honest with you motivation <clears throat> does not live very long it's it's where the discipline comes in and that ties directly into the why factor guys so I suggest writing down why and just constantly reminding yourself of the why and you'll probably thank yourself later for that uh, uh, tip number two <clears throat> embrace this new lifestyle uh, right embrace this new fitness journey as a lifestyle excuse me embrace it it's it's a lifestyle it's not it doesn't have to just be a six-week transformation challenge that you you found online it doesn't just doesn't have to be uh, a task it doesn't have to feel like a job but it's a lifestyle because generally your lifestyle is is going to dictate a lot of things it's going to dictate the overall outcome it's how you live on a regular basis what you're doing more consistently than not right so if it, if typically like if part of your lifestyle is your work environment and, and your work life if you have to sit at a desk seven eight nine ten hours a day that's okay there's really nothing you can do about that at that point but you can make sure you do things to help you get more active throughout your days you can park a little further you can take the stairs instead of the elevator <clears throat> excuse me you can stand for you know breaks at your desk take a standing break believe it or not a break from sitting that's a thing right um get on your feet if your employment allows for you to do that you get on your feet at your desk stand on your feet that actually you know wakes up the most metabolic part of your body which is your legs right your body burns the most calories when your legs are active so just doing things like that can help with your lifestyle and especially a big part of your lifestyle will be your nutritional habits you know, meal prepping, figuring out, okay, you know what, I'm not going to eat out as much because I don't know what's in the food, or it could be, um, I'm going to make better food choices this week, I'm going to eat the apple instead of having the muffin, like just little things like that, that will dictate, you know, building healthier habits towards a healthy lifestyle, you know, and it doesn't mean that you can't have things in moderation, it doesn't mean that you can't uh, eat the slice of pizza here and there, it doesn't mean that you can't have the cookie here and there. But your lifestyle should reflect, you know, what thing your lifestyle will, will be based off of what you're doing most of the time and just make good try to do your best to make good decisions. Most of the time, you don't have to be perfect. You're not a robot. You're a human being. You can have things you can have balance in your life, but let that balance hang more towards the side of healthier habits and a healthier lifestyle. OK, just doing your best to be consistent with building those habits will help you. Uh, with this new lifestyle and embrace it. It's not a task. It's not a job. You know, you don't have to look at it as, oh my gosh, I have to go work out or I have to do this. You have an opportunity. Look at it as an opportunity and then just embrace it. This is your new lifestyle. It's a healthy lifestyle. And in the long run, you'll feel much better. You'll be happier and uh, you'll be glad you did it. Tip number three, <clears throat> really, really important is going to be your goal setting. Uh, and I like to... Uh, set what I call smart goals. I'm just going to break this down letter by letter for the uh, word smart. And S is specific. M is measurable. A for achievable. R for relevant. And T for with a time frame. And I'm just going to break down each one for you guys. <clears throat> but setting specific goals is super important. Um, you kind of want to know exactly what you're going after. It's like anything else. If if you enroll into a program in college after you finish, even if you do two years of liberal studies, you pick a major, right? You pick a specific outline and something that you're going to study specifically. 
and that's because you kind of don't want to be wandering forever after that two years. The same thing with with your with fitness, right? Set a specific goal. Um, if you want to lose a few pounds or you know reduce your waistline and try being specific with it. Don't just say you know I'm gonna I'm gonna lose a few pounds this year. Say you know what I'm gonna lose 15 pounds of body fat. That's very specific. Very very specific. Say you know what I'm gonna reduce my pants size by two sizes. I'm gonna get into the size dress you wore at your wedding when you walk down the aisle. That's very, very specific. And it's super, super important, you know, because now it ties directly into the next one, which is measurability, right? You can measure those goals. You can measure your waistline. You can measure your dress size. You can measure, okay, I lost 15 pounds of body fat. Like these things can be measured and it's important to have measurable goals because that means you're able to track them. If you can't measure, then you really can't track it because you don't know where you are, right? So it's super, super important. Your goal, even if it's a strength goal, I want to be able to do 10 more push-ups than I can do now. I want to be able to do one full push-up. I want to be, I want to, I talked to a client um, yesterday and one of the things we're going to be focusing on is getting her to be able to do complete pull-ups. So we've been working through different things and we're building up. She's getting a lot stronger with that, but that's a goal, right? She wants to be able to do uh, five complete pull-ups without the assistance of a band. Like that's specific and that's measurable. And, you know, it's, it's super and it's realistic, right? So th that which ties directly into the next part, which is achievable. You want to be, you also want to be achievable and realistic while you're setting goals. Um, yes, you do want to set challenging goals and things that are going to challenge you a bit, but you also want to make sure they're achievable. Don't get caught in, you know, uh, when your emotions are high and, and your motivation is high and heavy and setting the trap of setting something that's super unrealistic. You have to be realistic uh, at the same time, you know, something that you you can achieve, that you feel like you can achieve, and you are much more likely to achieve it. Just make sure it's reasonable. You know, still can be challenging, but make sure it's reasonable and within reach, right? Like, I can't set a goal of, of being six foot five. I'm just not that tall of an individual, right? It'll never happen. It's not achievable. Set a goal that's actually uh, achievable for you, something that's possible. Um, if you are, if you know that you absolutely hate exercise and you hate going to the gym, I probably wouldn't set a goal of six days a week of going to the gym, right? It's not saying it's impossible, but be realistic with yourself. Maybe three, right? Three days. And if you can push it to four, that's fine. But make sure it's achievable and realistic and within, within, within reason for you. And then once you get to three, you do that. And then you realize, okay, I got this. Then you build on that from there. But make sure it's achievable. Make sure you can do it, something you can accomplish, right? I'm not going to uh, have someone set an unrealistic, you know, fat loss goal of losing a, a crazy amount of, of, of body fat in a short period of time. It's For number one, it's not super healthy, right? But also, you want to make sure it's realistic, right? If we're talking about fat loss, losing uh, one to two pounds of body fat in a week is very good. It's very, very good, you know, and you really, that's kind of the safe amount, the safe range. Even if you're losing a pound of, ha uh, excuse me, a half a pound of uh, body fat in a week, that's progress, that's achievable. You have to do what is realistic and achievable for you. Next up, we have relevant, setting relevant goals. Set, and this is important because you need to set something that's 
important to your life and relevant to your life. Um, and be sure it's beneficial to you, right? It's going to have a positive impact. And with this, you're going to have a greatly greater likelihood of sticking to it, right? If it's important. If you're just setting a goal because your, your neighbor set a goal or your friend or your relative or your, your spouse and it just matches theirs and it's important to them but not you, it's less likely that you're going to stick to it. It's okay to um, set goals with other people, but just make sure the goal that you're setting within that connection there is relevant to you. It's important to you. And with that, you're more likely to stick to it. So make sure it's relevant. And the last one is going to be with the time frame. This is super important as well because if you set a, if you just set an open goal with no time frame and you gave yourself no time frame to get it done, there's no deadline. That means... Okay, it didn't get done in a year. Okay, well, I still have time. Didn't get it done in two years. And you can kind of get on this hamster wheel of wanting to lose that same 20 pounds for years when it really wouldn't take that long. You know, it could, you know, if, let's say you wanted to bring that down to four or five months. You wanted to drop that, that body fat. Give yourself that time frame. This will help you stay on track. And also, it'll actually give you a sense of urgency with the goal as well, which is going to be super, super important. When when setting it, you don't want to drag your feet. You don't want to procrastinate. You want to make sure you are doing that. All right, guys. So smart goals, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and with the time frame. All right. So we're going to move on to tip number four. This is a big one. Huge one. Had to have this conversation all the time. Chase progress, not perfection. I'm going to say that again. Chase progress, not perfection. Okay, because I'm going to be honest, if you chase perfection, it's not going to work out well in the end. You know, as you know, it, it, like it's important to to keep your, your focus and, 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 and you want to make progress. And yes, you want to get it as, as do things as, as, as best as you possibly can. But you need to be realistic and understand setbacks are going to happen. You're not always going to get the result that you want when you want it. Sometimes you're going to set a goal of like, OK, I'm going to. For, you know, for the next five days, I'm going to make sure I don't have any sweets and this and that. And the third, right, you're focusing on just reducing your, your calorie intake and you're keeping the insulin levels a little bit lower uh, if that's if that's your goal. But guess what? Maybe you slipped up and maybe you ate uh, a, a cookie or you ate a Twizzler at work or something like that. Do not beat yourself up. Just chase the progress. The fact is you were eating sweets every day, right? And now you're down to you had one over the past four four days we had something. That's progress. You've made huge progress. Keep that in mind. Like uh, even myself being as, as a fitness professional and even I have a lot of friends that work in this industry as well. Like we're all human as well. Things do not always go according to plan. Even with that, with my nutrition, um, I don't always get to meal prep all the time, right? That doesn't mean that the day is ruined. I may eat something that's a little off plan from time to time. That doesn't mean that the day is ruined. Important thing is, guys, just focus on the fact that you're making progress each day. And guess what? Just because you messed up halfway through the day does not mean the rest of your day has to be the same way, right? If you're driving along the highway and you get a flat tire, and uh, what do you do? Do you flatten the other three? Or do you just change the one and keep going? You change the one and keep going. And that's it. And it's the same thing with your life. Like you with your with this lifestyle. You you made a mistake. You you had a setback. I don't even call it a mistake. It's a setback, a setback against what you wanted. Right? 
set back against what you wanted or didn't go according to plan. And that's okay. Guys, change the tire. Keep driving. Have a good rest of the day. You don't have to wait until tomorrow to reset and start over and, and get back on track. Get back on track right away. You're still on track. It's okay. And also, another thing, don't wait until Monday. Like, I don't know where this comes from that everybody think uh, thinks that you must wait until Monday to start a new uh, lifestyle, you know, whether it's nutrition, whether it's with your, uh, your workouts, your fitness. Oh, I'm going to start Monday. I'm going to start Monday. I'm going to start Monday. And it's the same with them going to start in January. Let's worry about starting now. There's no time like the present, guys. Chase progress, not perfection. Moving on to number five, it's going to be really important to have consistent consistency. Um, at the end of the day, it's a major part of a healthy lifestyle, right? What you're consistently doing uh, is going to matter the most because you're consistent at something, whether you're consistently healthy or consistently unhealthy, whether it's even if it's 51% one way, 49% the other, you're more consistent one way or the other. It's very rarely a 50-50 split. And honestly, you need to really, really focus on being consistent. Now, again, doesn't mean you have to be perfect. Ties back into the last one. But being consistent will be a major, major thing. So focus on being consistent. Doesn't mean you don't ever miss a workout that you plan. Doesn't like. Doesn't mean you don't slip up, like we just said in the last part. Just has more to do with being able to get back, get yourself back on track. That's where consistency comes into play, right? Okay, great. You, you you missed. You didn't get all your protein in today, or great. You only slept four hours, or or great. You get know, like, oh great. You know, I did this or this happened. Get back on track. That's where the consistency matters most. It's not that you you know ate some a bunch of nachos last night. You know, had a party. That doesn't mean you're not consistent. The consistency means, all right, right after that, you were back on track. You know, the next very next day, <clears throat> excuse me, you're back on point. You're doing the things that you set out to do and that you that you planned and that you've been doing. So just being consistent in it and getting your workouts in consistently, uh, eating well consistently, being active consistently because everything doesn't come down to a workout. Just getting your steps in, drinking your water doing your best to get quality sleep because sleep is so underrated. You got to get your sleep. Just doing your best to consistently live healthy. Not a, not perfect, but but consistently healthy. Number six, guys, be a planner. Like planning is an amazing way to stay, stay on track. I found that planning out your activities and meals for the week can have like a huge, huge impact on your success. And something as simple as like scheduling your workouts, your activities, like in the calendar on your phone or, you know, whatever it is you're using, it'll help you fight the I didn't have time excuse because you actually planned it out, right? You put it in there next to your, your hair appointment. You put it in there next to, uh, you know, your meeting that you had. You put it in there next to whatever it is you have lined up in your calendar. Like I said, I, I like to work out for at least 60 minutes a day. You don't have to get a full 60 minutes, even if it's 30 minutes you know, 25 minutes, 20 minutes, 20 to 25 minutes is enough to release endorphins, right? Activates certain parts of your brain, releasing a lot of the chemicals that help you feel better, feel good, improve your mood, even if that's all you have. Uh, but plan it, guys. Plan it out the best that you can. Put it in your calendar. Write it down. Okay, Mondays at 6 p.m., I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to lift, you know, do some resistance training in. I'm going to do some, uh, a workout video at home. Uh 
I'm going to meal prep, whatever it is, just plan it and have it in your schedule. It'll be a lot easier, but will become more routine. And once it becomes more routine and it becomes more of the lifestyle that we want. Okay, planning out your meals, planning out your lunch for the week can keep you from having to go into the drive through. Right. Because a lot of that stuff happens spur of the moment. We don't sometimes a lot of times you don't wake up like, okay, I'm going to go eat some fast food for lunch. I'm going to go do this. But if we don't plan it out the night before and I didn't have time to get my meals together and I'm oh, I'm late. I'm running late in the morning because things happen. Uh, I don't have time to didn't have time to do, you know put anything together this morning. Guess what? You get stuck and you may end up making uh, a, a, a choice that you didn't want to make and you may end up doing something that, that wasn't originally what you wanted it to be. Um, and that can kind of take you off of the course that you wanted to be on. So plan it out makes a big difference and makes a big impact, guys. Number seven, this is really important. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, number seven is going to be doing workouts you actually enjoy. Like being active in ways that you enjoy. So yes, I we understand the principles of health and fitness. I I believe everyone, um, unless you've been told by your your medical uh, professional, your doctor that you shouldn't be. I believe everyone should be doing some form of resistance training. Um, it's very beneficial for your metabolism, for your strength, your overall health, um, bone density. It's very very important. Some type of resistance training. Now, with that being said. You should also be doing activities that you enjoy, you know, as you, especially if you're adopting this new lifestyle, even if you're not starting with resistance training right away, um, I usually suggest that, but just get active, get moving, like do more than you've been doing. Like as you're adopting this new lifestyle, be like incorporate stuff that you're actually going to like to do. Um, like it's a super, super, uh, cool and a great way to, to build some consistency and being active, right? Like taking this approach is going to help you in, in a, to succeed will give you a greater likelihood of success you know if you like to dance dance for 30 minutes you know find some put some put your favorite tunes on dance for 30 minutes it's great cardio they have all kinds of dance games out there I've, you know that they, they have kids you can go to the whether it's uh, one of the arcades has a uh, what is it dave and busters you can go to dave and busters and and play one of those dance revolution games they have a game called i think it's just dance I have one of my clients doing that for a while for her cardio, playing one of those games with her kids for, uh, I think it was 30 minutes or 40 minutes at night just to be more active. And it worked out amazing. They had a great time. Um, I don't know if you ever play one of those games. I did a couple times. It makes you sweaty. You're jumping around. You're having fun. You don't even feel like you're working out. And that's why it's super important. One of the things that I love to do to get some extra activity in and cardio, I love to play pickup basketball myself, you know, along with my my regular workouts i love to go to the gym and play basketball um, i've been playing at this specific gym for a few years uh and you know built a great rapport with everybody there and it's awesome great cardio i enjoy doing it other day went and played two and a half hours of going by and i'm on the court playing basketball you know like you can't beat that not even thinking about it as a workout so whatever it is that you enjoy whether it's biking Whatever you like to do, get yourself active, get into it, do things that you enjoy. You will be a lot more active this way. Uh, number eight, think of your workouts as an opportunity. Uh, think of them as, as an opportunity, right? Instead of viewing your workouts as a task like that you that you got to complete, uh, this big job 
look at it as like, okay, I have an opportunity to, to, to get healthy. I have an opportunity to get stronger. I have an opportunity to feel better. I have, I have the opportunity to lose uh, a few pounds. I have an opportunity uh, to learn how to cook healthy meals, to, to eat better. Uh, like your wellness is like a, a bank account, right? It's like a personal account. Like it, it pays you back interest in the form of health. Think about that. Like it's going to pay you back. Like it's your, your body's going to pay you back in, in, in good health. The more you take care of it, the more you invest into it. So you have an opportunity to, to grow your health and extend your health and, ex, you know, and, and prolong and, and hopefully prolong your life. Right. Just, just from being more active, you know, so look at it as an opportunity of, of those things to reduce the risk of injury, reduce the risk of disease. You know, I'm not going to say prevent those things, but it can help with reduction. So look at it as an opportunity for those things. Look at also look at it as an opportunity for community, for connecting with, with, with whether it's a loved one, a friend, you know, working out together. Like that's a great opportunity to, to do a healthy activity. Um, great way to bond. Number nine, this is really important in the age of social media. Um, I've had to, you know, working with clients you know, you deal with different things due, due to social media and things that people see on social media. Listen, there are a lot of amazing and awesome influencers out there spreading a great message. And then, you know, there are a lot of, you know, there's a lot of fluff as well. And there are a lot of things that can cause people to compare themselves to others. Do not compare. Number nine is don't compare yourself to others. Don't compare yourself to others. And that's what, this could be someone you see online on social media. This could be um, a friend of yours that's been working out, uh, 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 a family member. This could be anyone. Um, this could be your trainer. Don't compare yourself to, to anyone. At the end of the day, it's a trap, right? Like, don't worry about someone else's fitness levels. Remember, like, that that person that you feel may, that has it all together, like, they began at once. They, they started at one point. They were exactly in the place that you're in. Instead, focus on like your own goals that you set. Like compare yourself to you, where you used to be. The fact that, okay, maybe you only get to the, get to work out three times out of the week and you're learning to meal prep. You, it may, you may not be where you want to be, but, but guess what? 30 days ago, you weren't doing any of that. So you are leaps and bounds ahead of where you were. Compare yourself to you. You know, remind yourself con uh, and be consistent with that. Like, don't worry about what everyone else is doing. Appreciate how far you have come. A lot of the stuff with tying back into social media, some of the stuff is real and some of the stuff, listen, people can airbrush, Photoshop, you know, and I'm going to be honest, I'm not to ruffle feathers. Not everybody on social media is natural as well. Some people, you know, to each, their, to each his own, by the way, to each his own, people can do whatever they want to do. I have nothing against anyone who decides, right, if that's what you want to do, but not everyone got things naturally and especially if you're going the natural route don't compare yourself to to people don't compare yourself to someone who, uh, you know uh an athlete who steps on stage that's a whole different life it's a whole different lifestyle they've put in a lot of work they've sacrificed a lot of time it's it's a lot of effort and that's years and years a lot of the times um don't compare yourself to that worry about you where you are I'm going to be honest, don't compare yourself to anyone. I often say my reps won't get you your results, right? What I do won't help. My reps won't get you results, just like your reps won't get me results. 
you focus on what you're doing you do the best that you can don't worry about anyone else you look straight ahead if you're if you're in a, in a foot race sprinting as fast as you can and you look to the side you look to your left you look to your right it's going to slow you down you look behind you it's going to slow you down focus straight ahead on the goal pretending there's a mirror in front of you keep your eyes on, on yourself keep your eyes on on the prize at the end and i promise you will get there and you will be a lot of a lot excuse me a lot better off for it number 10 super important here i love to share this part master the basic movement patterns i'm going to say this again master the basic movement patterns and again i love social media i think it's an amazing outlet and odds are you know me through social media if you're listening to this podcast um i think it's great but there are a lot of things up there that are advanced movements where people like myself who've been working out for years i started working out at age 14 okay i am 32 now so that is almost 20 years of exercise of, of experience so a lot of things you know I've, we've been doing for years we've built upon that we've made progress over the years but we all had to master basic movement patterns and that's where you need to start like you know what i mean like you see a lot of things online that look cool and look great but the truth the truth is you need to learn the fundamentals of movement you need to make sure you have a foundation that you can move properly from um few basic exercises to learn or is a basic body weight squat right how to squat properly good good posture how to engage your core how to breathe properly through each movement right Ch chest presses push-ups step-ups rowing patterns uh, a basic planking pattern these are going to provide a really really good foundation right you got your push your pulls uh you got your, your carries you got your hinges like just all of these different movements that you're going to want to learn to do before you can take the next step. A prerequisite before a kettlebell swing is a hinge. Before you can deadlift, you need to learn to hinge. It's a basic pattern. Before you can back squat, you need to learn how to bodyweight squat. You know, before I have someone even do a lunge jump, they have to be able to do a lunge. And before they lunge, guess what? We're split squatting, you know? So it's just a lot of different things that we need to to master and get down before we can take that next step you have to look at it as the way you learned to to read the way you learned to write when you were a child you couldn't learn to read or write words until you could learn the alphabet right so you have to learn the alphabet of fitness learn the basic movement patterns once you do that you can start to piece together words you can start to read words and then you start to read books and it just goes on and on and on and on from there and then that, that's where you start to build your vocabulary you get more advanced and and different things and more exercises now we went through 10 i have two bonuses i believe we uh titled this 10 right tips we have two bonuses here for you uh number so number 11 or bonus number one we'll call it will be social support Having a workout buddy or accountability partner can help you stay on track and it can be absolutely amazing. And remember we talked about that motivation seeming to disappear. This can be a huge, huge thing that keeps you going, right? Again, motivation, very short-lived. Discipline helps. Discipline is way more important than motivation, but also that social support, right? Having someone, an accountability partner, um, and even if you don't have anyone to be active with, uh, you know, like a family member, significant other, or, or even like a, a friend or somebody support you throughout the journey can be very helpful as well. Right? Even if they can't go to the gym with you, even if they live across the country, someone that can kind of like 
you can text with like, hey, you know, I want to get this many workouts in this week. What are you doing this week? You know, you can kind of check on each other and, and help say, oh, did you go to the gym? Oh, I didn't go. Or did you do your walk? I didn't walk. Did you did you do your, your lift today? No, I didn't. You know, all right, well, get your, your 20 minutes. You know, I'm going to go do I'm, I'm going to go do my half hour workout, my, my hour workout, whatever it is you're doing. It goes a long way having that social support. And especially if you've ever worked out in a group setting, taking a group fitness class, you'll notice that it makes a huge, huge difference, you know, having that support around you. Um, in my studio, we, we do uh, some semi-private personal training. We have private personal training as well, but semi-private personal training and some small group classes. And what semi-private personal training is, we get up to three people in at once, and they're all on their own individualized program, and each program is displayed on a flat screen so they can see what they're doing. But the environment in these semi-private program um, personal training sessions and the energy is amazing. It's incredible. Like it's got the music pumping. Everybody's training hard. It's a great community that we're we're building and and uh, it's it's going well. You know, people have been building relationships and friendships through that. And even in our small group training classes as well. You know, seeing that having that accountability in one of our classes actually last night, one of the members was telling me how having that push of someone next to you has made all the difference for him. So just, just so definitely guys get that social support, um, in any way that you can get it, do you do the best that you can to do that, get a workout buddy or someone that, or even just an accountability partner or someone you can meal prep with, share recipes with. It goes a long way. And guys, second bonus here, last one, congratulate yourself. Like, Having others tell you you're doing an amazing job and it is like wonderful and it's a great feeling, but don't forget to pat yourself on the back as well. Like, remember, you decided to make a change to, cre to create a healthier life for yourself. Be proud of that. Like, be proud of how far you come. Don't worry about how far you feel like you still have to go. Be proud. Embrace it. Like, I'm, I'm knocking this thing out, you know. Be proud that you just knocked, got you, knocked out your first week. Be proud that you, you were exercised three times this week. Be proud that you worked on getting more protein and be proud that you've been drinking more water, right? Be proud that, you know, you've taken the stairs. It doesn't matter how small that feat is. Congratulate yourself. Like, look in the mirror and say, man, good job. You know, you have to, have to, have to positively reinforce your positive behaviors, right? That subconscious mind is very powerful. Definitely, definitely reinforce that to yourself. Let yourself know, remind yourself, hey, good job. You're doing a great job. So I just wanted to say that, guys. Con congratulate yourself. And thank you for sticking with me through episode one. I, I really appreciate you sticking with me today, guys. Guys, you can contact me and reach me. Uh, my name, again, is Justin Jefferson. You can reach me. You can find me on Instagram, Mr. So it's M-R underscore J-A-Y-F-I-T, Mr. J-Fit. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the same handle. Uh, you can follow my studio, uh, personal training studios page, as well as JFIT Studio, J-A-Y-F-I-T underscore studio. Um, and uh, my Facebook is JFIT Studio as well. So you can find me on all three of those channels. And guys, if you have any questions, feel free to email me at Justin, J-U-S-T-I-N, at JFIT Life, J-A-Y-F-I-T Life.com with any questions as well. Uh, so just guys follow me. I'm looking forward to connecting and networking with all of you and also let me know what information you'd like to hear in future podcasts as well as we're, we're cooking up and planning some really, really cool stuff 
for the coming weeks and months and hopefully years. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. Until next time, be healthy, be well, stay strong, guys, and keep it going.